0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo.
1: Good morning, amigo. Good morning, honey. Why do you sound so low today? That's okay. I know not every day we can be in our best. I miss you though. Thank you for always chiming in, in the morning. Good
2: morning, amigo.
1: Yes, that's better, hon. You're the best. It's the odds of October. Our admin GM has walked through the door as we start the show. That means it will be an
0: amazing day.
1: Yeah, buddy. We love you. Patty Tellachea in the house. As usual, once stuff gets back to normal, she does the (sniffs) walkthrough. The kisses from afar, the waves. She's got to good walkthroughs. But she knows that I have a better show when she walks through. And the GM race. The timing couldn't have been, Frank, did you arrange that?
3: No, that was 100% perfect. Look how stoked I am right now. Now I'm on
1: fire. Woo! And there's so many things that today are. Today are, is, are, is, are. Ism. The Ides of October. There's no such thing, but since the 15th of the month means the Ides, (laughs) for those of you who like, what is it, Julius Caesar and the Ides of March, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if uh, if you're an Ides guy like I am, today's the Ides of October. Ides. So... Remember when you were a little kid, Young Yandy, good morning, which was about four weeks ago? I'm still a little kid.
2: It's National Cheese Curd Day. Cheese what day? Cheese Curd Day.
1: What is a curd? Like a cottage cheese curd. You know, in Westchester, when you talk about a curd, it's una cuda. You hammer down too many adult beverages.
2: Speaking of, speaking of cuda, it's also National Mushroom Day.
1: Today's Muffin Day. Thank God it wasn't tomorrow. Mushroom. Oh, Mushroom, Mushroom Day, Ongo. Oh no, no, I'm not having, I'm not celebrating Mushroom Day today.
3: Is it not? It, uh... Is
1: it anything else better than that? No.
2: That's all we got today. National Cur- Cheese Curd Day. And Any National famous
1: Mushroom singers Day. have a birthday today that used to live a long time ago or anything like that? Perhaps, perhaps. Why don't you look see. up the birthdays? I, <laughs> we stop doing that. That is a Yendi responsibility. I have isn't a
3: feeling it? it's somebody's birthday we're missing, and you know about it, and we don't.
1: Maybe. Maybe I don't. But today is so many things. And the reason I ask for birthdays is because do you remember when you were a kid, young Andy, maybe back in July, where you would celebrate a half birthday? Tell me you celebrated a half birthday. Yourself in your own head. Nobody brought you a cake. But did you ever say, it's my half birthday? Don't tell me oh, no, yeah, all the time. Frank, I know I you did. did. You were that kid, Frank. I know you did. In fact, you probably hustled some sort of $20 gift out of the half birthday every year. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Today is my daughter's half birthday. She's 18 and a half. Are you allowed to count a half birthday once you're an adult? I still count it. Mine just passed. Happy half birthday to you, brother. September
3: 25th. Yes.
1: So today's my daughter's half birthday.
3: So now she's 18 and a half. My wife and my nephew have the same. Well, my nephew's birthday is my wife's half birthday. And that was yesterday, actually. So happy birthday. Happy birthday to your nephew. Six. He's, nice. my mini. he's cute, bro. My mini. He looks like Justin Timberlake when his hair is long.
1: Man, is he a cute one. I saw the picture of him. This is your brother's son, correct?
3: Yeah, he's my... Michael? Enemy. He's my clone. Yeah, it's Michael's son.
1: Michael. Hey, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Yeah. Not look-wise.
3: Attitude-wise and personality and everything, his mindset is 100% me. I'll
1: give him a shout-out on my part. I will. I don't know if he listens or not.
3: I'll show him this part. That's a good
1: So we have that. Before us. But the most important thing about today, you know what it is? It's turds day. I love calling it turds day. It's Friday Eve. So much to get to. But I'm busy here thinking to myself, Self, how the hell did the Dodgers score 11 runs in the first inning last night? Somebody was mad. Couldn't they have saved a couple of those, Like, couldn't they have scored a couple of those runs the night before? Like, they didn't need all 15. They won 15 to 3. Sound like a good Thursday night football game on Wednesday night.
3: Sazon. Sazon Goya. Sazon Completo. Badia Spices. Wow. Why are you shouting out and plugging Badia? <laughs> <Well, you said laughs> I don't Goya. know. That I thought we were,
2: th- we were playing one word. I don't know. If
3: you said Goya, to be fair. Don't exactly. Go, so go, I have don't, to go to be fair. don't go at Yendi. Don't go at Yendi. You said it first. You started
1: it. Yeah, you're right. I did start. She she was following. She was being, being a good host. Thank you. Yeah. That's true. Then I'll again, why would here. you ever follow anything I do? That would be like not very smart. At least on the air, it wouldn't be very
3: smart. What are you saying about my career?
1: I don't know. It's worked out well for you. At some point uh, you gotta jump off the <laughs> you gotta jump <laughs> off the Titanic at some point. <laughs> If you go long-term on this, it's not going to bode well for you. <laughs> I, I'll say something, and I'll screw it up. So far, so good, though. So, well, Actually, I'm I've good. never gotten in trouble or suspended after I racked on Joe Rose on the air <laughs> ever again Wait, <laughs> for anything I said on the air. What about the van? I didn't get suspended for the van. No? Okay. No. When I called out Kim Bocamper, Camper, I got applauded, and I,
3: it was great. Whoa. Oh, that was great. That was great. I love what you did to Kim. Were the dolphins on that same station at that time? Yes,
1: they were. Wow. You know this story. I've told this story. You I
3: have you have? But I didn't remember if the dolphins were on the station.
1: Yeah, okay, I, I don't want to call out Kim Camper, but I just did. <laughs> I have no, I have no ill will with him. I'm a different person <laughs> than I was back then. But I am feisty. And for whatever it's worth, I don't take a lot of crap from people. I am very engaging. I'm very loving, open arms. I'm a huggy guy. And then if you try to do something stupid like that, I call you out for being a bitch. And um, I had had a couple of little mini on air stupid back and forths with Kim. He used to like to throw pot shots at either the show I was on or me. And there's one time um, I'm on iHeart doing a, a show with a good friend of mine, Phil Dominic. He used to be the amigo in Diz. And, and Phil probably should have just done stand up comedy. I, that's where I think he would have been better suited. Uh, I've always told him that it, just because he's abrasive and it was almost too much for radio. <laughs> radio wasn't ready for him, um, but he was good. He was funny. He kept me on my toes. Um, sometimes difficult to corral, like when you have a wild horse. But he was, and some of the funniest things that I've ever experienced on the air experience with this guy because it was just we tried to be crazy zany, but. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of didn't work, you know. Mm-hmm. So the Dolphins used to have a show that would come on after our show in the afternoon. We were an afternoon drive show. The Dolphins had this snooze fest called the Finsiders, which since then has been canceled. And basically the Finsiders was a two-hour infomercial for a team that used to go 6-10. and 10. I The remember reason that. I don't get yeah. along with the Dolphins is because I tell them exactly who they are and they don't like it. So, you know... I, I I'm amazed. I still root for them, to be very honest with you. And part of the on air joke about every year me adopting a new NFL team. Last year, what I did, Yendi, is I picked one team in every one of the eight divisions. Then to piss the Dolphins off when they're out of it completely, I start talking Patriots. When Brady was there, we start talk, talking talk, talk Patriots football, and be the I love Brady. I don't love Brady. I like Brady. I think Brady's great for football, right? But I was never a Brady fan. Now all of a sudden, I take my persona, and I'm not villainous, but then. The only side of, my, uh, of me that's villainous is these, these really, really Jim from the office-esque pot shots that I would throw at the Dolphins. So, you know, one of my famous lines with the Dolphins is, when you're on radio, coming up next, right? So if you remember in the summer we had the youth, i go, coming up next to you. For, okay. I'd have to do this on iHeart right before the Finsiders came on. So I always had a little something to say. And it was usually very mild or a little joke about the Dolphins. And Diz was a Jets fan, so that's how we would play it. This one day, Diz wasn't there. And I am just alone. And I come up to the coming up next part. Uh Final segment of the program, coming up next. Uh And I'm thinking to myself, here comes this bullcrap infomercial again. And I said, the vat of positivity that is known as the Finnsiders. I go, guys, these guys. These This crew, and then I named the two guys that were hosting. I think it was Conjemi and and Likens, or maybe it was just... I don't know if it was Conjemi. It was Likens for sure. Likens for sure. who's a good friend of mine. And I was like... So I said, these guys are the best. Anybody, any broadcaster... I know how tough it is to put two hours a day together, because that's what we were doing there at the time. I go, it, you know, you got to be on your toes to put two hours together. To put two hours a day, five days a week, a positive spin... On, on the garbage that is the Miami Dolphins right now. I go, if you can make that look good, you deserve the radio Emmys galore. Like, you deserve every award in radio. I'm sorry, man. I'll vote for you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would say things like this immediately. The Dolphins would call our program director. Why is this guy doing this? Pa, 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 pa. Listen, it's a talk show. You know, it is what it is. You don't own that time, you own the time after him. One day, Diz and I are talking about the Heat something in the final segment. We're not even talking about the Dolphins. And uh, the show ends. And coming up next to Insiders, blah, 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 blah. be Kim Camper. Okay. Kim comes on, and he starts calling us yutz because of the things that we were saying about the Miami Heat. Now, in my opinion, if you're talking about the, the heat Dolphins. the Dolphins? No, the Heat. Okay. The Heat. My opinion, if you're there to talk about the Dolphins, a little personal, if you're going to come on the air, take the Dolphins' time to tell me I'm wrong about the Heat. Sounds to me like you're taking a little personal, Kimbo, just saying. So he went there, and he started railing. That was not a smart idea. See, I learned from his buddy Joe how to handle that situation. And once upon a time, many years before, I struck first, and I got zapped later. This time, I got to do the zapping. And while Diz might have gone a little overboard with something that he said that I won't repeat, um... Oh man. I certainly immediately went to the low-hanging fruit. Anybody who's a dolphin fan knows what Kim Go Kim No Hands Boat Camper is known for.
2: Oh, you went there. So
1: in the Super Bowl 17 for you youngins that don't know, the Dolphins and the Red... Oop, the Dolphins and Washington's football team. I almost so said... It,
4: yes, yes. Oh, yes. Isn't it you very can't say that, as dude. As it's 2020. Come on. That's
3: the closest I've come to saying it, and all I said was Red. But hold on. Isn't it? Isn't it still fair to call them that because that's what they were known as back no, then? No, you can't say No. The, uh, you know... It has we, to be washed from existence.
1: I'm washing it. I don't want any problems. I'm gonna be very honest with you. It's not that big a deal. And to to the right. football team.
4: Yes. So and plus it's like calling the Miami Marlins the Florida Marlins. Hail
1: to the
3: Washingtons! Hail victory! All right, go go go! Don't get sidetracked. Washingtons on
1: the warpath. Fight for all DC. Anyway, they're playing in Super Bowl 17, and the Redskins are deep in their own territory. And, he slipped. And Oh, <laughs> you slipped Start again The football
4: team was in their own territory
3: ah, I didn't even catch it That's awesome
4: I did too uh,
1: Okay, we'll try this again <laughs> You know that's a promo <laughs> Yep You can't even do it though Because then you can't say the word on the air This is terrible oh, It's man. not a promo It's a funny blooper though Thank you for that, Anthony. Good morning to you. <laughs> morning. Washington is deep in their own territory. And Joe Feisman, the quarterback, rolls out the pass. And he throws a ball that's batted in the air. Believe, I believe Kim himself batted the ball. Did a great job getting in, batting the ball in the air. And as the ball is floating in the air, all he has to do is catch it and run eight yards for an interception and a touchdown. Instead, as he goes to catch the ball like a good defensive player, the 176-pound Joe Theismann, quarterback of the Washington football team, comes in and whacks the ball away from him, and he drops it. Pass incomplete. The Washington football team drives down the field and scores. It's the difference in a 27-17 game. You could argue that the Miami Dolphins would have beaten the Washington football team in Super Bowl 17. And it's something that I'm sure he wakes up a few mornings every week thinking about. It's a tough play to think about. You, you blooped it. Jackie Smith dropped that pass in the end zone. It was a bowl 13. Like, a lot of people have made mistakes. I'm not one to rub salt in the wound. But this guy came at me, Frank. This guy came right at me. And it wasn't the first. It, wasn't, it was the third time. So what do I tell you you do to a bully? You punch him in the mouth. Punch him in the mouth. Punch him in the nose. When he sees his own blood, bully goes away. Wussy comes in place. He's big, tall, strong. Six foot seven of him. It's not about fighting, bro. It's a very simple war of words. He wants to get into that. He started. I finished. And I simply brought up the fact, how do you eat with those hands, Kimbo? When dinner is served, When dinner is served, do the forks fall on the floor? I think I went to the restaurant thing. I go, do your waiters at your restaurant drop the forks like you drop them?
2: Or you take it to the next level. No, I
1: take it to the level it deserves to be. You want to mess with me, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Okay. You want to be a bully, I'm going to show you what a bully is. He stands five foot seven. he's Cuban, and he's got an attitude, baby. Go big or go home. I don't mess and, with no. anybody. I respect everybody's space and everybody's world. When you come at me, you're going to get a swift kick in the ass and a hello, how are you at the same time. I like it. Get the F out of here with this guy. It could be nine foot seven. I don't give a rat's ass. And I told him exactly what I had to say. He went bananas. The dolphins went bananas. They call the station, and God bless my program director, Grace Blazer. I know I'm not her favorite person in the world, but she stuck up for me. She answers the call, and there the dolphins are indignant. Here's what she says. And I'm what I'm saying, it's a good story to say on the air. And our students, who are our advanced students, get a radio lesson out of. She says, what are you calling me for? <laughs>
4: uh,
1: okay, let me explain the circumstances you're calling me for. My afternoon drive hosts are doing a show, and they're talking about the Miami Heat. Because you see, in good fashion, and you know how I am, Frank, I take my superiors, all the information they need to know. So all this went on, and before I went on the air, she was fully aware of what had happened up until that point. And I warned her, I go, I'm not going to really be responsible for what we say. Take it easy, Larry. Okay. I'll take it easy, but we're just going to finish what he started. We're not. Th- and in that broadcast, I even said, I go, Kim, we're not even talking about you. You're irrelevant. You're a guy that blew a Super Bowl for a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl in 40 years. Yikes. And nobody talks about you. Ooh. I'm talking about the Heat. I'm not talking about you. If you need relevance, go to your radio station, because the other problem was he worked on another competitive sports station in town. But he was allowed to come do this year because it was a Dolphin programming, and he's a Dolphin alum. So she said, so let's run this down. My afternoon drive hosts are talking about the heat. You jump on a dolphin show to bully and terrorize my afternoon hosts about their opinion on the heat and say you don't know what they're talking about. They come back at you, and now you're mad and the dolphins, and you guys, let me explain something to you. If you ever want to be on my radio station on the, Dol- the Finnsiders again, here's what's going to happen. Nothing. I'm not even gonna make you apologize to them because they said they don't want an apology from you. They don't need an apology from you. If you ever hush the word of their names on that show ever again, you'll be off forever. Remember, you work for a competitor. Those are my afternoon drive hosts. If you don't like what they got, what they're saying, tune into another station. But that's not your problem. Your problem is from five to seven, not from three to five. Three to five, that's my problem. I'm the program director. Do I make myself clear, Miami Dolphins? <laughs> and that ended that like that. So then when there would be a preseason game at the stadium, you know when you walk through the stadium halls, you hear the flagship radio station through the speakers. Preseason games start earlier than normal games. Uh So they open up the the stadium during the time that I would be on the air. And I knew this. (laughs) I'd start railing on the Dolphins. The Dolphins would call the program, this can't happen, this can't happen. It's not your time. Take him off the air. It's not your time. They're talking. We're so sure finally, no, Blazer had to ask me, please, when that's the situation, can you try to keep it down with the dolphin stuff? I said, that's fine. I go, but it's incredible because and, and the reason why they couldn't tell us anything, we were paying for our time. We were going out hustling sponsorships. And God bless this is dad for 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 really being the guy that put it all together. God bless him. Yeah, buddy. Okay, but it was our time. So even though they can control, con- you know, not content, but control what we're trying to say or whatever, at the end of the day, it's our time, not the Dolphins' time. So um, that didn't go over well, um, and I kept terrorizing them. So they don't like me. You know what I say, right? Who cares? Seriously. Here's what you guys got to worry about. At the end of the day, nobody's sitting there in the Dolphins and goes, Larry, me I hate him. It's long... Long past us, it's more like I just don't have a good relationship with the Dolphins. That's fine. Did hard knocks, and we were on some sort of uh, radio roll type of tent. And when I come to do the show hard knocks, I drive from my vacation two hours to come to a radio show because I'm obligated to do it by heart. When I sit down, the Dolphins have two employees sitting next to us to monitor what we said. So how did I open up the show? Railing on them. Diz, they brought us two babysitters. <laughs> I, go, young man. I go, young man, are you oh old God. enough to even be? I go, you might be old enough to be my son. You're my boy. This is incredible. I go, so you're babysitting me. I'm not babysitting you. This is good. I go, what, are they afraid I'm going to say the, the truth? That they're not a good football team? Is that the problem? I go, let me guess. I'm not allowed to say the Dolphins are no good, huh? Oh, okay, so you're going to have a blast today. Do you know that by like a half hour and he left?
3: This went on and on, like you just they did soccer.
1: this because we had to go for two days. It I wasn't tried, the opening the I drove two hours. Fired, Anthony, you remember the Anthony, remember I drove like two hours from thing. Naples to the station, did this, or not to the station, I'm sorry, to, to training camp, and then came back. Next day did the same thing. After the first day, I almost didn't go back. When I went back the second day, guess who's sitting there? Babysitters. You know what it was the only one, it was the guy. You know what I told him? I go, do me a favor and get out of here. He didn't leave. So then this, that's when this went off. Oh, And you know when this went off, it was crazy. Uh-oh. So everything was a joke around the fact that we were being babysat. So I do, you know me, I, I go, watch oh, oh, let me be careful. I don't want to say that. Look, shh, this guy here, he's here. So the whole two hours became about railing on them. So they do a lot of that stuff to themselves. I. Do I respect them as an organization? I obviously still root for them. I still lose my voice on Sunday screaming at the TV. I'm not going to stop loving the Dolphins. I've loved the Dolphins since I was a New Yorker. Which I can't say that about the Marlins of the Heat because they didn't exist. Right. The only team I can say that about in any professional sport are the Yankees.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I love the Dolphins. I wish I could find that picture of me in a Brian Greasy jersey and a Dolphins helmet. I might have been seven.
3: Wow.
1: I've never been able to find it.
3: I got one like that with a Walter Payton jersey.
1: I have a greasy t-shirt. Yeah, Papi, I think I lost that in the hurricane, though, because I never found that again. Oh,
4: that's so I have a
2: greasy t-shirt, yes. Oh, my
4: God. That was one of those
1: three-quarter, it wasn't even a jersey. It was in the 70s at the time, those three-quarter jerseys, and it had his 12 and it had greasy. I have
0: that.
1: Crazy, crazy. So I've been a lifelong fan. I have no hard feelings against them. But you come at me, i come back at you. Hey, where was Ronald Acuna last night? I guess we're not taking a break, then that's fine. Where was Ronald Acuna last night? MIA. Why wasn't he dancing around on the... Because
4: he wasn't winning? He
3: got stockpiled by 15 runs. Mm. Because
1: the game was over with two outs in the first two. So end. I got some interaction on IG from some of my friends. Then they asked me if I didn't like Machado or Tatis. Well, not not necessarily. I said no. Why do I like Javi Baez? He's flamboyant. He doesn't do that crap.
3: No. And he's flamboyant on the field with his glove.
1: While he's playing the game, exactly.
3: Or he slides very flamboyantly around all tags. So if that's if that's a problem, then whatever. Yep.
1: Like I'm sorry, Cat. I just you know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna continue on the topic too too much. But I am, I am gonna say this. So the Dodgers are now down two games to one. The Astros are down three games to one. We got more baseball today, which is cool. My point yesterday—if anyone misunderstood it—was simple. You go to the theater. Has anyone ever been to a Broadway play? So I actually, as a kid, I went to see Annie, 1984. I saw The Lion King. It 82 or 84. I believe it was 84. Love that. But as an adult, I've never been. Like I went as a kid because, you know, my sister arranged it. Let's go. We're going. Um. Those are actors, and they're in a role, and they play their role, and they don't do anything outside of that role. True or false? True. That's the form of entertainment they provide. When they're done, if they want to have a a social platform, if they want to do anything else they want to do, I'm all for it. But you go to the theater, you watch this, you applaud, what a beautiful play, and you go home. Why do I say that's important? Because you're watching something in a wholesome manner. You're not judging them for their party. You're not judging them for their race. You're not judging them for their ethnicity. You're watching the theater. It's a non-judgmental platform of entertainment that allows you to escape from reality for a while. Platform of entertainment that allows you to escape from reality for a while. Isn't that what sports is? It's time for our athletes to be more thespian-like. Time for our athletes to have a little more dignity in victory, as well as defeat, by the way. You're not allowed to get pissed off and have a temper tantrum when you lose. Walk off a court, smash a bat. You've seen baseball players smash a bat in the dugout. You don't do that. That's a no no. But what's also a no no? Over celebrating. Cut it out. And I'm a fist bump guy. And I get it, dude. There's fire in a game. I'm not asking you to to be emotionless. It's the extra. We don't need the extra, man. We live in a world of extra. Look what we talked about yesterday. iPhone chargers for crying out loud. iPhone chargers. So we live in a world that's kind of, sort of, extra, a little Kinda. Sorta. It's a platform for entertainment. So that's my whole point. So it, 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 there's no slight to it. My anger comes from being a very proud Hispanic where other people who are either not Hispanic or are ignorant start to judge that. And you might say, well, Larry, you're judging that. Yes, I am. Because I don't want others to judge it. I want them to stop doing it so that we're not all judged collectively in that nonsense. These Hispanic players, whoa. That's the same thing we're fighting against and have been fighting against for months in this sordid piece of garbage year that we're living. Come on. What did Eminem say? Hash back to reality, right? Is that what is? come on. Get back to the real world, would you?
3: Snap back to reality. Snap
1: back to reality. Whoa, there goes gravity. Come on. What the hell is different about that? But Larry, you're kind of doing the same thing. No, I'm asking them from one Hispanic to another, conduct yourself just a little differently. Who was I having a conversation with yesterday? Who's a teacher here? About a muerto himself. Who's a muerto? Who's muerto? Hanley. Hanley Ramirez. He is the biggest muerto, right, in the last twenty years of baseball. <laughs> he could have been Willie Mays instead. He was Hanley Ramirez. The weight of the, the chains, like, is going to hunch him for the rest of his life. Everything was about the extra stuff. He wanted to be many Ramirez on steroids. Oh, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. He wanted Manny Ramirez, who was on steroids. He wanted to be like Manny Ramirez, who was on steroids, only he wanted to be a bigger version of that. I don't know if he did steroids or not. Yeah, that didn't come out right. Anyway, I digress. He just wanted to be that guy. He wanted to be that guy. And what he was was, quite frankly, he was a a horse's ass. I went to interview him. He big league me. All right, bro. Now you got a heckler on you. I heard he's not doing baseball that thing anymore because they don't want him to play baseball.
4: He's not, yeah, no, he's not yeah. doing that thing with his Have the you back, noticed
1: maybe. the trend with Hispanic players that are eccentric? They become dispensable. Then they become, on teams, a problem. Yoannis Yes, Yasiel Puig. All these people are, are, are filled with talent. Hispanic players that are flamboyant, a bit over the top. And what happens? Joey Batista gets punched in the mouth because he does a bat flip. And don't backflip, brother. As much as I hated what they did to him, don't bat flip.
3: Well, he overdid it.
1: Every bat flip's an overdone. Remember that argument with Danny we had? Yeah. Every bat flip's overdone. I disagree. How so? Please explain.
4: So, all right. I hate when pitchers get mad at players for celebrating a home run with a bat flip. Because guess what? The next time that player comes up, you don't plunk him and up his on base percentage. No, you strike him out and then you point at his dugout. Like, It's tit for tat. You're supposed to celebrate, you know, beating him. And if you can't beat him, well, guess what? He has all the right to celebrate because, you know, he's better than you. All right. But the flamboyant
1: celebrations, you're cool
4: with that? Yeah, I'm fine. I really wouldn't care because that's just them playing the game and having fun. But did you notice notice the last part? But
1: did you notice the last part you said? Yeah. You're justifying doing it and then telling the people who get pissed that they can't get pissed about it. That they got to get over it because that's just the way it is. No, bro, that's not the way it is. I said this yesterday, and I'm not picking on you, Mario, but that's not how Willie Mays played the game. That's not how... Listen, Roberto Clemente was flamboyant. Was that what Roberto did? Roberto, there's an award named after him because he did it with class and dignity. Can you please tell me, some of these guys, what features, what characteristics of the great Roberto Clemente do they have? Because we live in a society... I'm not trying to make this about race, but we live in a society where we all love what Jackie Robinson represented. And I'm sorry for interrupting you, Mario, but I'm passionate about this. I love Jackie Robinson, period. Brooklyn, I know I'm not a documented Dodger fan, but the Brooklyn Dodgers would have been my team if they had stayed in Brooklyn. I would have never been a Yankee fan. Everything he did, and I know he stole home on my mighty Yankees. I wasn't a Yankee fan in 1950-something because I wasn't alive. I got over it before I even knew it. Jackie Robinson was more than iconic. When he left the baseball field, the things he did with class and dignity, are you kidding? He's the gentleman of the sport. No one was heckled and belittled more than him, and he took it like a champ. Can you imagine if Jackie or Roberto would have been doing the things that Acuna and Altuve and Correa and and all these eccentric back-flipping players... Just tone it down a freaking thousand.
4: That's all. But I'm you saying. do agree that they can not celebrate, right? Like In the dugout. The Yankees, is, the Yankees used to go bananas.
1: The, the Yankees used to go bananas in the dugout. They Mar, hit they a home can. run at home, and they do the curtain call, which distracted the game, and they come out, and 60,000 go. <sighs> but they'd celebrate in the dugout. They'd hug each other in the dugout, high-five in the dugout. I'm talking about... Somebody gets a double, and Correa's darting and running on the grass adjacent to the first baseline, and Altuve's out in the middle jumping around like a you know like a little oompa-loompa.
4: Yeah, that's too much. Come on, man. That's not why right. I watch
1: baseball. Max Muncie a few years ago, when he hit the home run, and he said, oh, go get it out of the pond, like, that's excessive.
0: That ty- No, that type I of like stuff that. Is I
4: love that. That's that, excessive. That absolutely riles the pitcher up. Guys, you're never going to – And that's a competitive game because, yes. let's be honest, baseball is – Kind of just not a competitive game like that. Well, so I when it's trash talk, I absolutely. I think love you're wrong.
1: It. I think you're wrong. I think it's very competitive, Mario. Baseball's been. a Yeah, but I love that century. extra
4: competitiveness. Like I love when it's like that when two pit- pitchers and when a pitcher and a batter is trying to go at each other. I just love that. So you like, you like you like when you're
1: watching a baseball game, it becomes a hockey game all of a sudden, because you have to Basically. understand <laughs> baseball traditionalists don't like that. Listen, you know what the subtleties of the game are? Sliding hard into second. Throwing chin music. Laying one on the small of the back. Those are the messages that are sent. When men get pissed off enough, they fight. I'm not advocating this. I'm explaining what it is. Now we have to accept all the other stuff, and if the old stuff comes into play, it's an old way of thinking. Let them dance around. We can't get pissed off. Horse manure, bro. Horse manure.
4: Yeah, but like I said, when you get you know Matt angry at that, get when the next time he comes up to the plate, you don't plunk him. You do the same thing to him and then he knows, Oh, I can't mess with this guy. I can't celebrate. So like but that's the thing. But pitchers but don't realize that.
1: I don't have a problem with the next time he comes up, you come inside to keep keep him away from the plate so he doesn't crowd the plate and hit his second homer of the day. But we live in a society of players that are intolerant children and they plunk them in the back because they hit a home run. Now, if you hit a home run and you start dancing like MC Hammer around the bases, I'm gonna plunk you, bro. God bless you, but you're gonna get plunked. And if we're gonna scrap, we're gonna scrap like men. But you acted like an ass. So that's not why I'm here. We're all see? professionals. We're all professional. Let me ask you something. Tiger's been in some matches with some people. I've never seen him hit a putt to win a tournament. And the guy who's in his group an 18, he walk up to me and fist pump in his face and go, F yeah, in your face. That's a game with a lot of etiquette and a lot of class, right? You play it. Yeah, That doesn't exist in golf. Happy Gilmore, right? Is that the guy? That doesn't exist. That's why it's a movie.
3: Yeah, see, that's excessive. in the the golf club like a a pony.
1: Well, but the the code of that game, the etiquette of that game, every game has an etiquette. Why is it wrong for baseball to have the etiquette that this is a little too flamboyant? Here's the thing. People are okay with it until the fight starts. Oh, you shouldn't be fighting in baseball. You do all that dancing around, I plunk you. Why is he plunking him? Because you danced around like an idiot. There's always a cause and effect. My point is to eliminate the reason to do all the stuff. You eliminate the escalation by not doing it. In the 50s and 60s, were there fights? Absolutely there were fights. When a guy like Don Drysdale said, I'm going to hit this guy. Don Drysdale hit everybody. At some point, batters would get mad. But they also played that game with helmets, not like the ones today. No Barry Bronze arm gear. Okay? And there were more hit batsmen in that time than there are now. Those helmets weren't even really helmets sometimes. In fact, sometime in the 50s, I I think They're you were hats. required. There was a time in the 50s, I don't think you were required to wear a helmet to a certain year.
4: Yeah, I believe it was just baseball caps, just regular baseball caps.
1: By the way, even in
3: Happy Gilmore, like, as much as flamboyant celebrating that he did, remember the president of the tournament wanted him off the tour. So it was meaning you can't. It's not. not, It's not right to celebrate that way. That's the. That's the etiquette the golf has.
1: In a funny way, it it took a funny part of the movie and actually correlated it to your point. You, you were almost gonna get ragged on until you actually made a good point with it. But it was Happy Gilmore at the end of the day. No, (laughs) of course. (laughs) Listen, bro, just act like you've been there before. You know what I mean? Like I just think Ernie Banks is turning over in his grave. Bob Gibson, God rest his soul. Right now, he's not resting. Comfortably yet. He needs an offseason so he can rest because he's watching this manure. I don't like it. Do you know the one game I'm okay with it in?
3: Oh, my God. Where? Basketball. Football? Football. Because you you're
1: wearing pads and you hit each other.
3: Okay, so you I'll don't think to. now the you don't think now the NFL even now that they've allowed the celebrations they've taken it a little too excessive. Whenever somebody commits a, 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 a an interception or something, the entire defense runs to the opposite end zone and then they start taking a team picture.
1: Am I weird for saying that's pretty funny?
4: Yeah, that is pretty funny. because in a different way that's
1: important. funny. But football's a game where you got to get over, it, hit them the next play. Like I'm talking about avoiding having fights and bean brawls in baseball. Baseball is not supposed to be a violent sport. Football, you're a bunch of gladiators with helmets whacking each other on every play. I see your point. So some of those emotions can be allowed in a game like that because if you don't like it, whack them in the next play. Metele palo. Nobody's going to be up in arms because you hit him too hard. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I unless I that one, by you, the way.
4: But yeah.
1: <laughs> Come on. Like, this is the reality. You, you sign up for the game. You know what the game is about. I understand that we have to mitigate concussions. I understand all of that. In fact, it's a terrible, terrible story that came out of football a few years ago. But it's a violent sport. Baseball's not. The dancing around, man, it's a society of of immediate gratification. Kids play basketball and they want their mixtapes when they're 14. And then they go on to a high school career that puts them in three schools in four years and they think they're going to be the next... Big thing in the NBA, and they can't even have the commitment to stick to one team more than a year. We're cultivating a society of of inadequacy because of this. You guys all have to be better than that. All of you. The high is not too high, the low's not too low. Something good happens to you, you celebrate quietly, with class, with dignity. Not proving to the world that you're better than them. Bullcrap. When your common man has a good moment, you celebrate it. You don't get jealous. You high-five it. You applaud it. Come on. Would you not agree that this garbage year that has made us think we live in a garbage world even though we don't needs a little of that? I'm satirical. I goof off on these people. I rag on everybody. God knows I rag on everybody. I won't rag on Biden today, I promise. But crack cocaine is a terrible drug now. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope those rumors aren't true. It's all bad for the country. That's sun. not. son. It was a son. I know. But ordering executions aren't very good either. Mm-mm. So, but those are, That's all hearsay. I don't care what a story says. I don't believe things like that. And all that stuff's terrible for the country. In sports, we want to see the demise of our opponent. But then there's rules. I don't know. Play them on the field, win on the field, lose on the field. All the other stuff is too much, man. What was it that Araya once said to me? It's just sports. It's just sports. You know why? Because at the end of the game, when the clock strikes zero, you're back to life. Back to life. Back Back to to reality. Right? And then the question the world and reality asks you is, however do you want me? However do you need me? Because that's slapping you in the face. You're there. The escape is over. Get back to the real world. What are your problems? So if we make sports end all and ignore our problems in life, Raya's right. I love sports. But that doesn't come first. Anthony comes to me the other night after the Heat lose. He goes, you can't possibly be this upset. I said, yes, I am. Didn't say a word. I just get quiet. And I don't say anything. Took me a couple days. It's over. It's just sports. Still thousands of cases a day. COVID. People still dying. I don't know what kind of hoax that is, but he got it too. Like, we live in a world we need a little more of that common respect. And and where the field of play, things are off limits. Some things need to be off limits on on that field of play. Remember my correlation yesterday to sports being like the mafia. Protecting their shield. Protect it. Capitalistic society, you're making money off of having fun. Do it right. At the end of the day, it's just a game. Mariah could be here another year. I think I got her this year and next year. And she may never say a wiser comment. And God knows she has a lot of wise comments. She may never say anything wiser than that one. It's just a freaking game. So the dancing around, the showboating... Showing up other people, God, who likes to be shown up? Raise your hand, but I guarantee, but 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 you but you to go after, right? But but the same nobody likes to be shown up, there's got to be something they're not going to admit it, but there, there's a couple of us that are okay with showing them up. Young Flag Football Milian from time to time got really obnoxious for the sake of winning a recreational game. Funny, I have a lot of laughs. Today, I would never do anything like that. I would play dominoes by slamming down my ficha and talking smack. Today, I play like if I'm playing chess. I don't say a word.
4: Well, that's how it has to be. You have to be humble. Nowadays, people aren't, though. So that we, we really shouldn't be surprised.
1: Remember how embarrassed Sabrina got over the flick of the girl that got spiked on by her? That's a humble girl not wanting to show up her opponent. And not told to me by her, I know that she wasn't very popular in the competition with our team. Like, it, it was a little feisty with her. So it was it was almost like, aha, karma when it, she got spiked on. And yet, somehow, Sabi didn't even want to talk about it. She was embarrassed when I found it, right? And we really had to poke her to finally get everybody to see it because she was not like, look what I did. How many athletes are going, look at this, bro, look what I, Oh, my God, make a mixtape of this stuff. I'm not saying that someone who does that wasn't raised, right? Because it's just a mistake. But I can confirm Sabi was raised, right? Because that's what you're supposed to do. Act like you've been there before. Do it with a little class and dignity. I'll be honest, I didn't always think that way. Score a, fo- score a touchdown in football, handle footballer. If you want to dance around and do all that stuff, Mario, that's good. I actually, in the NFL, I find it wildly entertaining. And goes, I mean, somebody gets pissed off. They have a recourse. <laughs> They have an avenue of opportunity. I personally think it should be done on the sidelines, and if it interrupts any part of the game, it deserves a flag. There's no doubt. So, now to ask you a question: Is the turnover chain disrespectful? I don't like the turnover well, chain. That's Frank. right. Turnover. Frank's flux. asked me. Frank's asked me a hundred times. I can't stand it. You know, I don't like it.
4: The first year the was novel because we bright. were winning
1: and we loved it, and we. But it got it got when all of a sudden it wasn't so cool when you lost. It taught a valuable lesson again. The showboating only goes so far. It has an expiration
4: date.
3: What I don't like is the touchdown rings.
4: It's horrible. Yeah, there's like three touchdowns a game. Uh, it's, it's, it's brutal. Brutal.
1: Next is a first down ankle bracelet.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: That's one of those. I think you're Jarvis Landry's and your opening oh, <laughs> OBJs would wear those.
3: Oh, my God, Anthony. <laughs> Larry, what are you feeding this kid? Well, notice
1: what I came back with. The Milian, Milian Candle. These two boys are going to get in trouble. Uh, I'm not implying that OBJ and, and Landry, I th- they're eccentric. That's why they would do something like that. Like, D-Wade, what athletes would be most likely to wear a first down ankle bracelet or an ankle bracelet? Without a doubt, D Beckham Jr. Number one on the list. With D-Wade doing d did some the whole, stuff, so. what was those? Yeah, Remember the suit where he did stuff. with the pants up to the
3: What are those called? Those are, um, ladies help Shorts. me. Hold on, but is that a new trend, man? Because on the, uh, did you see The Bachelor call yesterday or whatever it was? Or the day before? So the answer to
1: that is no, I did not
3: watch it. All right, so like. You made the-
1: me, I'm, I'm going to be honest. You guys made me self-conscious about the show. Oh, I watched it. And I decided that maybe this is a year that I'm going to skip.
3: Nah, whatever. Anyways, all these guys showed up and they all had their pants up. Way past their ankles. It looked like everybody was like dressed for a flood.
1: What are those called? Flood come pants. On. No, come on, Yandy. You ladies wear them. They're called. Cargos. What are they? No, they're. Cargo, yes. Leg, they're Cargo car, pants.
2: clam diggers, is what they used to uh, be called.
3: They're not cargos. No, not cargos. No, they're slacks. They're
2: leggings them they're, Oh, there's they're
1: a, leggings no, there. No, no, no. When Wade wore them. Capri pants. Capri, capri pants. <laughs> there you go. I
3: like flood pants better. Flood pants.
1: I like capri. I like clam there's a little diggers. spritz. Gives a little savoir faire, <sighs>
3: that's how I wear my pants whenever I go to walk through un Chaco de Agua trying to get to my car.
2: <laughs> chaco de Agua gives you worms, they go through your toes. Well, you got to get to your car somehow. Stuff. Yeah.
3: You got to get to your car somehow. You don't want to wet the pants.
1: Let me ask you were you surprised that she went to the worms and the no, it doesn't surprise me. That.
3: It does not surprise me. Knowing Yendi, she'll leave her car there for like three days until the, the water subsides.
2: No, I get grocery bags. I double bag my, my aye feet aye inside aye. grocery bags with rubber bands so yeah. that I walk. Or I have rain boots. I, haven't, I need to get a new pair of rain boots. Or she'll build
1: yeah. the raft.
3: I only do that when I have Jordans on.
1: When you have Jordans on?
3: Yeah, I'm going to get the Jordans wet. The move is and, to put them in plastic bags. The problem is you don't always boots. have plastic bags. <laughs> so if it's a rainy day, sometimes I'll leave my house and I'll put two plastic bags in my pocket just in case it rains.
1: What do you do on that rainy day, young Yandy?
2: Like, if I have to leave the house?
1: Yeah, like, what are you going to do? You're gonna, are you going to take your hoverboard to get you to the car? Like, how is it you get to the car without letting those, well, first those of pretty all, little toes hit the garage. dysentery Jeez. water that you're calling? I'm just curious.
2: Oh, I live in a building in a garage that never gets flooded,
1: so, so if, in the event that you dragged. were, I am saying, in the event that you were in a situation of flooding, that means you would not move.
2: No, I definitely go to high ground. I, if if I weren't in high ground. And, and when
1: it came time to access,
2: yeah, no, I. The I would car? How would you do it? Would away. you
1: go piggyback? Like David would carry you piggyback?
2: No, David doesn't carry
1: me. <laughs> well, I'm just saying because you said it was this dysentery and.
2: Yeah, no, I don't. I stay away from puddle water. I stay away from any water that's sitting there stagnant on the street where, you know, pigeons can crap in it and all that stuff.
1: So you don't drink that stuff, do you?
2: No, but even walking through it, you can get microbios. You've never heard that? I they have. I never told you, no camines por el agua porque te vas a coger microbios. Yende, when
3: you were so, but what, what do you do, do with child? blue algae? you never played in water, like in charco no. de agua? Like, no. Mom the not fu- Mom didn't he let her.
1: Her mom no did let letter. Remember, her yes. mom is the yoga instructor to all this.
3: Oh, man, I used to go up in there and roll Never. around in that bad boy.
1: All the power to her, though, bro. I give her I give her I give her, her respect on that. I, I'm i not so sure I want to be slushing through muck water either. I'm just... When it's well, raining I, hard... Gonna, it's a, I, I give her a hard time, but I'm going to give her that one. When
3: it's raining hard, by the time you get out of a go. you kind of get washed off by the rest of the yeah. rain.
1: One thing
2: that's fun is running in the rain. That I do enjoy. Like, I'm in the middle of my jog and it starts pouring down rain. I'm okay with that. That's great. That's like a little God's gift on my morning run. But, um, <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna splash through puddles that have been there for a couple of hours.
3: Oh, man, you haven't lived. You were not, you had a bad childhood. I, I can already see it.
2: I did not. I had a wonderful childhood drinking green juice and doing yoga.
3: Green juice way. as a child?! You better yes. mean, like, the Slimer Ghostbusters high no. school. St- hold on, my hold on. Hold on. So you never
2: bought those because they had too much sugar. Oh, my God. There's oh. no
3: way, Yendi. Hold on a minute. There's no way at seven years old you were worried about your sugar content.
2: I wasn't, but my mother was. My mother made natural oh. juices. That's why I'm into the juicing and the whole health thing. My mother is the one that started this. My mother used to make spinach juices for us. She used to make kale juices. My mother started juicing in the 70s. <laughs> 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 I
1: just
2: got
0: it.
1: Waiter, let me have a Diet Coke Hey,
0: look what I found A radio Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning World famous wake up show MTV We worldwide Welcome to Slam Radio This is where they get busy
1: And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio very fitting, the uh, little Frankie baby. That's got like three or four entendres, and I'm glad you picked that song. I let you pick the song. <laughs> All right, so we're back here on Good Morning, Amigo Slam Radio. A little Frankie, baby, that's got two meanings or three, right, Frank? That's to remind Yandy that we do things around here. What way?
3: Our way. But yeah, it has a few meanings.
1: Yeah, but I'm not gonna bother Yendi about that. And he's cool, bro. And he's I. Um,
2: Don't use old blue eyes against me now. I
1: know. It's a favorite. purpose of that. I. This was strategy, by the way.
2: Pop. Top, top five, favorite, top five oh, he, artists
1: He's of all my time. favorite. He's my absolute favorite. But he, I could easily say he's my absolute favorite. Oh, he's my absolute favorite. There's no doubt. So Frankie, you know, I know I know Diana likes another Frankie. Diana Tanogo likes another Frankie. No, actually, is it is it Frankie Valley you like? Or no, you like you like Paul Anka. That's right. We gotta get her mic on. Is it on? Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry.
3: Sorry, I was turning the receiver on. She's on now. She's on now.
1: Go ahead. Paul Anka. Oh, yeah. She's all about that Paul Anka. I think Paul Anka has yeah. a song for Diana or something. Is that what it is? And Daddy used to sing that to you? Yeah,
4: yeah he, good. he used I like
1: to dedicate this song to me. Same way it's I dedicate... It's called what is Diana. Called? Diana, right? I dedicate that Boston song to my daughter. It's called Amanda. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to do that because I'm kind of just... Laying down the groundwork to even though we do things around here my way, um, I just had a nice conversation with our students. So we're really excited about the direction the show is going in. Um, And we're going to do some subtle changes to the show. We hope our listeners start to enjoy and it'll make us a little more dynamic. Our listener needs to understand we, we have a bunch of teenagers that we're trying to teach as best as possible how to be on the radio the right way. You can try to teach them Walter Cronkite Broadcasting. and That's not going to work with the 2020 young adult. It doesn't work that way. They have bigger and better things in mind. So you have to allow them to be who they are. Um, The hard work comes out on its own. And I'm convinced that our young generation does an amazing job of that. Um, It's their show. It's their station. And we're going to sound a little more like them and a little less like ESPN in the coming weeks. That's the right thing to do. I'm sitting up here, and all I do is complain and moan about how athletes are insincere and overpaid, and and you know what? I'm right. We have we, we have so much talent amongst all of our broadcasters, and we're excited about that. So we want to showcase that, and I think we're going to see it come out. I think you're going to find a much livelier-paced show Our first hour will remain in the same format where it's basically talk. We might learn to sprinkle a song in early, but most morning shows, that first hour usually does a lot of talk with very little music. The music comes on as the day gets a little older. Morning drives at 8 in the morning when you're stuck in traffic, you want to hear music or something really funny and poignant for three or four minutes. And we're going to do a little more of that. We're going to sound, and this is all a compliment. Uh, We want to learn from Elvis Durant. And listen to what he, what he does over on iHeart. And we want to learn from Paul Castronovo here in South Florida on Big 105.9. And we want to learn from Enrique Santos. And so many other people. DJ Laz. And Jamming Johnny Caride. We have so many people to advise us on how to do this and do it right. And they have been. And we're moving in that direction. And it's going to be fun and dynamic and electric. and And, and for the listener as well as for our students. And that's ultimately who we serve. I'm pretty excited about it. So, no, I'm obviously not going anywhere. I'm still hosting a show. It's just show's just going to sound different. And rightfully so. It's going to sound more uh, more 2020 and less ESPN, less Colin Coward, if you will. Um, in the midst, Frank, if I could ever get time to do it, I may do a weekly podcast. I may start podcasting like many people do. So that I can hit those themes in that way rather than during a morning show. And separate what those things are. And I think that our students will be happier for it. They now get to make music decisions on the show. They get to do different things on the show. This is not formatted anymore like a sports show. Radio's not passe, but sports radio, a little. And you got to mix in other things, and our students are going to mix it in. Here we're going to mix in right now. So much drama around Cardi B. What is it with that woman... And the news. So I understand that they have publicists, right? That publicists want to bring attention to them. But if she dumped this man off set in public, now she's taking him back in public. At what point do we start asking ourselves if this is staged? So the people who consume that product a lot more than me are our students. I am not the biggest Cardi B fan anymore. They used to make fun of me because I loved her. I like that song. I like it. And then she just said too much and I don't know how well that represents what I'm trying to represent here at Slime Radio. No hard feelings. I don't necessarily play her music here anymore. Um, But she's erratic. And I don't judge her. I think, actually, her come-up is a great story. But this nonsense and living life in public and having a war of words with Candace Owens, it bothers me. It bothers me. I want to get your take on that, guys. Like, when you heard the news, I'm imagining people like Idania and Alicia and Diana... Uh, I know Bianca's had a few things to say about it on the text. Nikaya. I mean, for crying out loud! At what point are we looking at this going? I'm over this. I don't want to hear this anymore. Like, I saw one of our students just kind of roll their eyes when I said it. It's like, yeah, man, this is getting old. So the story is someone enlightened me. The story is she took him back. He bought her a bunch of kids, so she took him back. Is that what it is?
4: Um, he cheated. They broke up. He started simping for her again. They got back together and now they're breaking up again. It's like they broke up again? Wait a minute, they just got back together yesterday. Oh, yeah, and then just got back together. So this has
1: been an ongoing thing. Yep.
4: Basically, what Cardi B said is that just like any other toxic relationship, they're the same, they're just public so you can see it. And she was like, if he buys her something, she's going to take him back. And I'm just like, you know what? That's crazy.
1: So let's be honest. There was a time a few years ago that we looked at it. And while we knew Cardi B was rough around the edges, we had an appreciation for where she came from and what she was trying to build. Even if at times, no, Alicia, you're not to say no. I, 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 I appreciate the fact that it was a story. They didn't give you a mic. Bring them more. I'm releasing a little more. I'm, in, I'm, 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 not, I'm not being that protective dad anymore. I'm allowing them to push buttons and, well, not break them, but you can't really break them unless you push them hard. Nick now, a savvy board operator here at Slam Radio. Good choice of songs. Coming up now, a good friend of mine, known him for years, New Yorker, fellow Yankee fan friend. Um, but I've always, since the beginning of time, whenever I needed to know something about iPhones, from the very first iPhone I ever owned, any question I ask, I don't ask somebody to phone, but I, I, I just call Tommy. Yo, oh, T, what's up, kid? How you doing? I go, ah. And Tommy always comes through. When this topic about the Apple, new phones, and the charger, and the lack like, of charger and headphone, we had a huge debate on the show yesterday, and I'm looking at Frank going, man, this is perfect for Tommy. I wasn't sure if he'd want to come on. Like I didn't think it was a topic he wanted to He wanted to tackle it. So joining us here on Good Morning Amigo, my good friend Tommy Reyes on the ones, the twos. What's up, Tommy? Yo, what's up, amigo? How you doing, baby? I'm doing good, man. doing good. I'm sorry I missed you in January when I went out there. I told you, when all this is done, we're going to link up for a few, for a few. We're going to have a good time. Talk some old times. How's everything with you, brother?
0: Good? Staying warm over there? Everything is good. Yeah, trying to stay warm. Man. I miss that Miami heat. I'll tell you that much. Yeah,
1: <laughs> trust me, I miss them, too. Oh, I ta- you're talking about the hot weather. I,
0: I was talking about yeah, the Miami I'm talking about the hot weather. <laughs>
1: My you man, I, I hope you're staying safe, man. I miss you a bunch. Man, this I this topic too, took, like, you know, Larry's that sports radio host, but I'm kind of morphing into that morning varietal national host that talks about everything. And the okay. show yesterday wasn't about the Astros going down 3-0. It was about this Apple announcement and there being no charger block and no headphones. And I took Apple's side yesterday for a long time cuz I was like man okay. and at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. I'm not a big it's not a big deal to me. I may not even do the jump this time around cuz I don't know, I'm not convinced I need that one. But man, are people pissed about this. Frank's not happy. Okay. I am whatever, but my only question is would their attempt I'm going to allow you to explain this. I mean, their attempt is for environmental reasons and the two billion or so blocks that currently exist, why mass produce more of those when there's no need? Is that correct?
0: That is correct, yes. Um, we'll, we'll tackle the block charger first because that's the easiest one to tackle. We'll tackle the headphones afterwards because that gets a little bit more on the sales side as opposed to the uh, environmental side. With the block charger, okay, Um I'll be honest with you. Apple recently, obviously, with since the iPhone 8, has been really pushing hard wireless charging. I don't know about you guys. Um, I've had every iPhone since the original one, uh, so I know I'm am I'm, I'm in like the one percent when it comes to uh, Apple. Uh, what am I, what's what I'm thinking of here? Um, Apple customers. So I'm in the one percent. I'm the one that goes out every like every every September and I buy every new iPhone that comes out. So my desk drawer is full of like 300-plus uh, block chargers, to be honest with you. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I have everything from the – and even charging cables. I have everything from the original 30-pin cable to the Lightning to the USB-C, the Lightning now. Um, but, again, I'm a totally different breed of, breed of uh, customer right now. I'm, I'm more on the, like, tech, uh, tech addict side. But with that said, at the end of the day, you guys are not going to miss the block charger as much as you think you're going to, only because you already have at least two or three in your home already. And at this point, you really don't need it, though. I mean, yes, it's going to be a little cumbersome because the phone does come with a uh, lightning to USB-C cable. That's only for fast charging. So it does not mean that the charge that the charging cable that you currently have with your, with the iPhone that you own, which whether it be... I mean, I've seen 4Ss that are still out there. So even if you have a 4S all the way down to um, the 11 Pro Max, if you decide to upgrade this year, um, well, actually, you know what? No, let me take that back. Because the 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max users, they already have these um, they components. They do, because they use the C. Yes, like, they Frank do. has that yes, one, they and do. he uses the C, right? Yes. Yes. So then, I mean, at that point, Frank doesn't have to worry about anything. He already has a block charger. He doesn't need an extra one, you know? But if you look at the block charges as a whole, they're made of ceramic and there's two metal prongs. The rest inside is all um, wires and stuff. None of that is recyclable. So in Apple's eyes, it's it's hurting, the, it's hurting the environment more constantly producing these, not only because of the components of the block charger, but also because of the space that it takes in the box. Yes, Apple uses recyclable paper to create their boxes, but at the end of the day you're, you're just all, all they're doing is just taking out extra space that's not really needed anymore. If you really need to charge up your phone from like zero to, um, let's say, 50 just to get out the house, um, you can use a regular charger. It's going to charge the same amount of time like it charges a normal phone. If you use the USB-C to lighten, obviously it charges it in less time. But at the end of the day, you guys are not going to miss out on it as much as you think you're going to. Just like everybody was complaining two years, um, what was it three years ago, three, four years ago about Apple taking away the 3.5. Milliliter, um, millimeter headphone jack how many people are complaining about the lack of the headphone jack now
1: um, yeah, I, I mean i'm an old man so i i from time to time forget that that's what's up but yeah so tell me, i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. go ahead
3: and cut you off real quick just to throw something so sure. i can piggyback off that topic um wouldn't yeah. it have made more sense for apple to just include a basic usb a to lightning cable in the new box instead of Um, um, adding the USB-C to Lightning only because it makes more sense. Now, part of the reason why I enjoy getting a new phone is to get a new charger each and every year. So if I'm an anomaly because I already have the USB-C block, but if I didn't have a USB-C block and my charger is already shot to bleep, and I was looking forward to getting a new charger. Now, all of a sudden, Apple put me in a position that I have to buy a new block in order to use the USB, um, the USB charger that they included. What, again, wouldn't it have made just made more sense to include the USB-A to lightning cable, and those that wanted to rapidly charge their phones can go ahead and then upgrade to that
0: cable later on? Sure. Now, here's where, here's where the sales side of that comes in. It makes more sense for Apple to just include the USB C to Lightning cable because more um, ever since I believe two thousand and eighteen, at every computer produced since, and that's on the PC and Mac side, every computer produced since then has at least one USB C charging port.
4: That's So you can easily I didn't know that <laughs> you can easily
0: connect. Yes, you can easily connect that cable to a computer if Come you on. need to charge. If you need to charge up your phone, and for most makes of us sense. that work either at home. Or, um, well, you know, in most states they may be back in the office, but I know for us here in New York, most of us are still working at home. We have access to to charges all over the place. So in this day and age, it makes in this time, I should say, during COVID, it actually makes more sense not to include this stuff because you already have it at home.
4: Hmm.
0: But Hmm. now on the sales side, there's a lot of third-party options that are way cheaper. Than what, than what Apple sells their products for. Yeah,
3: hold on a minute, Tommy. But those third-party uh, products don't necessarily work. Like I've gone through eight hundred of those Lightning cables, third-party. They last fourteen minutes, and then they, then sh- they're
1: done. Hello, can you hear us, Tommy? I think we lost them.
3: I'm gonna have them call back.
1: Yeah, here. some call back. Oh, I know some of our students might be interested in asking him a question. Tommy Reyes will come right back on the air. You know what we didn't think about, guys? When we had that argument yesterday? Some of my home rumors, I think, remember the argument yesterday. But certainly, it's been an argument now for a day and a half or so. I guess if you're phasing out and everything is moving towards that cable, why give you an old cable?
3: He's calling me back. He's having some connection issue. So, I just told him to call back.
1: Why why go to the old cable?
3: Give you the new cable so you can phase out the old stuff.
4: That's an Apple cable, so I don't think... In the near future, they're going to change to USB-C because that's Apple's cable. You can't change Apple's cable. Yeah, but cable. I think
1: what he's saying is, and if you think about it, if you, buy, if you buy an iPhone, chances are you might have a Mac. Like You know what I'm saying? Like There's a lot of people that that cord alone, they'll find more than one use for it. They'll, they'll use it on their computer or eventually they'll be able to... It makes more sense to give you that than something from the old that they're trying to phase out. Because the old one is going to need that block that they don't want you to use anymore anyway. Is your, is your mic on? Frank, is, uh, is Alicia on? Yeah, go ahead. My MacBook only came with like that charge, like, I don't know, what is it called? It's The USB-C. This the one USB- right here. Yeah, I have one that USB-C'd. doesn't have it. Yeah. And I, I was complaining because I'm like, I can't pl- plug in any of my USBs to do any work. But m- when I got my new phone, that was the only like thing I could charge in my computer. So it made sense in that case. But also my brother's computer that's not a Mac, he's allowed to plug it into his computer. So I don't really know. There's a USB-C on computers that are not Macs? But it's new, so I don't know. Oh, I didn't yeah, even... I, is I that have tr- m- one on mine. All right, we got. We were able to get Tommy back, and I know that a couple of our students might be interested in asking him questions, but I want Tommy to finish his thought process. We lost you there, T. What's up?
0: All right, yeah, um, sorry about that, guys. Technical difficulties, you got to love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Listen, at the, at the end of the day, there are third-party options, and I do get it. Not all of them work, but then at the same time, customers got to be um, aware of what they have to look for in order to buy these third-party options. Anything that's a, that says made for iPhone, made for iPad, made for iPod, that's, a, that's pre-approved by Apple for a third-party to sell at a discounted price. If you do not see that, like if you go on Amazon and buy any old mom-and-pop wire, if it does not have that logo on it, you're not going to get the, you're not going to get an Apple-certified third-party product. Does that make any sense?
1: It makes some sense. I, okay. you, you enlightened us a little bit on something, because Frank's been pretty upset about it, but when you said, since 2018, these computers, which I have one here, it has the USB-C, and you're mm-hmm. trying to phase away from that block, you, you don't realize it, but you kind of sort of have to try to phase away from the cable as well. Right now, if exactly. you have an old phone and you need a new cable, it shouldn't be when you buy a new phone. It should be you go order that cable until you get a new phone, then you go to the new cables.
0: There's actually a little exactly. logic to that. But don't, get, don't, 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 don't get it twisted. There are models. I guarantee you there are prototypes in Apple's engineering room right now that, have, that are completely, um, it's just one unibody. There's no ports, no anything. So, I mean, somewhere in the future, we're going to get a totally wireless charging device it's 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 something that you can obviously expect you know and if you think about it this has been coming for a long time now first that dipped their toes to wireless charging with the iPhone 8 the iPhone 8 plus and the iPhone 10 then now you're starting to see now they're starting to take away the block charger they're starting to take away the wired headphones why is that because year over year airpod sales right now are are up over almost 200% So everybody's becoming more wireless. They sure are. So eventually what you're going to see is that the phone itself is just going to be just one, either one complete screen or just a unibody design where there there are no ports.
1: One of our our students' comments on our chat makes sense but sounds inconvenient for the company and its customers. So I will go back to my original point. I understand now Mm -hmm. why you put that cord in because Frank's point is just put the old cord in. Okay, now I get why you put the new cord the new boxes obviously are more environmentally sound or are they still have the same inherent dangers as the old boxes?
0: I believe they're more, they're more environmentally sound because they're smaller and thinner. So it's less, it's less, it's less material that's being used to create them. Because remember, when you take out your phone, yes, everybody loves to see that they have their headphones, that they have their charger, and they have their cable. But at the end of the day, what's the one thing that you, that you use more than any of that? The phone. The phone. So it, that usually either stays in its box until your cur- the cable that you currently have at home finally like wears out or That's doesn't sort of work true. anymore. That's sort of true. Or the or the or you lose the charging block when you travel.
1: That's sort of true. Or you have the you backup. Or, or oh look now I have a back. He's actually right about that. Let's not. <laughs> we're a society <laughs> of a little bit of waste. That that is a valid yeah,
0: point. Yeah, we are. We are, and we're also a society that loves to complain about anything that Apple does that doesn't uh, that they they feel is a uh, is. Um, a huge change for them.
3: No, Tommy, you got it but wrong. The... I just like to complain about oh. anything, period.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. But, I'm, talking, I'm, but I'm, keep, I'm trying to keep it within the basis of the subject matter. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we've all complained about the, when Apple first switched over from the 30-pin connector to the Lightning, the Lightning connector. That was a huge change with the iPhone 5. Everybody complained about it, but guess what? Within a few years, everybody, within, uh, within that year, everybody adapted. You know, everybody was like, oh, I have all these cables now. They're not going to work. Guess what? The lightning cable came out. Now everybody's used to lightning. Next was the, the, the headphone jack. Everybody, oh, what's Apple doing? They're taking away my headphone jack. Yada, yada, yada. Like I said before, AirPod sales over 200% year over year in profit for Apple. That, that, that just tells you how many people really care about the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. So this is going to be, yes, it's going to be an inconvenience for this year, but everybody will get adjusted and everybody will be used to it. And then when they finally fully go wireless, that'll be the next thing for everybody to complain about. Why is Apple taking away my opportunity to charge my phone via wire? Why can you know, if my phone breaks, now I have to take it into the Genius Bar. (laughs) It's just going to be one of those things that a lot of people don't like to embrace change, especially when it comes to technology. But at the end of the day, I promise you guys, this is going to be something that it's going to blow over your heads within the next few months. So before I let you go, Mm
1: -hmm. I agree with you. I still think you put the new box in or you do an exchange program. You want to get rid of those old ones? You can smash them and have a whole thing. Look, we're trying to make the environmental sound decisions. Do a trade-in. Give me your old block. I'll give you a new block. I I I still don't think that's a bad thing, but I now understand some of why the strategies are what they are. So I totally get it.
0: Um, yeah, and I mean, if you do want to get the new block, if you do need to get the new block, I mean, obviously they dropped it down in price. It used to be $30. It's now 20 I mean, personally, for $20, you can actually get um, one on Amazon. Um, there's a company named Anchor. They're great at making um, block chargers at a reasonable price, and they actually have some out there that are like $30 that come with two USB-C uh, ports. Yeah, I kind, of, so, I kind um, of agree
1: with Frank. If I'm going to buy this stuff, I'm just going to buy the Apple stuff. I feel like it works better. I've tried the off-markets, and they don't work the same. They never do. And it was funny. As you were talking about all the blocks, I went into my book bag, and I know at home I have others. Mm-hmm. And, and while you just did that little minute, I pulled out two small blocks and two big blocks. Listen. See? You hear there you them. go. <laughs> I know there's one plugged into my kitchen that I was using yesterday that they did not bring with me, and I guarantee you I have two or three more in another in another area in my home. You're right. Exactly. We, all, we all have these blocks and they get them. My last question, brother, is the wireless yep. charging worth it? Because at the end of the day, yep. all these wires, like so, so why not just wireless charge? Is that is that a function that works? Is it quicker? Is it safer? I used to hear that it was bad for the phone because it would overheat the phone. Any of this true?
0: Yes and no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna explain why. Yes, it's very it's it's much more convenient. But what Apple did is Um, incorporate the MagSafe charging, which I think is better um, wireless charging than the actual wireless charges that are out there right now. Because with the regular wireless deck charges, it is inconvenient because you have to place it in a perfect spot for it to start charging. Mm -hmm. What Apple has done, and I don't know if anybody's ever realized this, but starting with iOS 13, they've incorporated something that's called optimized battery charging mode. So what it'll do is at the end of the night, if you put your, if you put your phone on a wireless charging deck or even connected to a, uh, even connected to a charging cable, right? the phone itself begins to learn your charging habits. So what it'll do is you'll get a message um, saying that by, let's say, 4.30 in the morning when you wake up, you're going to have a full charge. So for so like uh, you, Amigo, since you do a, a morning show, I'm, I guarantee you're up at what, let's say 3, 4 o'clock in the morning oh, to 4, get ready. four 4.30, yeah. 415, 430. Okay, so you basically throw your, char- your phone on the charger, let's say, what, like 9, 10 o'clock? About that time, about 10. Okay. So tonight, when you put your phone, when you, when you go to charge up your phone, and I'm, I'm just going to assume right now you're, you're currently updated to the current OS, correct? I am. Okay. When you charge up your phone, check, check your notifications just to see if you get one. You, you should see when it says Optimized Battery Charging. It'll say that your phone will you be finished charging. Okay. Yeah. So that's what's going to keep it from overheating. Ah... I'm buying a wireless today. Apple sells them? Uh, they sell third-party ones. We don't have, well, they don't have one that actually has, um, that's Apple-branded. They do sell third-party ones.
1: Frank, are you going to get a wireless?
3: Uh, I think so, but I saw that those MagLife wireless chargers were out. That's not an Apple
0: brand? Um, no, the, um, MagSafe is that's what's going to be coming for the new ones. Oh, okay. And okay. that's actually incorporating the old school MagSafe charges of the old um, MacBook Pros. Before they went to, before they went into USB-C charging, they used to have these magnetic charges that would connect straight to the um, charging port. So I want to
1: read. So they were called you, MagSafe. I, I want to read you something. I want to tell you that I think we should do a weekly tech segment. I really, I think you're amazing, and, I, and you could also expand your profile if you want to do it. I can't pay you for it, but if you want to do it, the, the time is yours because. I think we're all quiet and not asking you questions because we're all learning stuff that we didn't know. And in these ten minutes, I even think Frank, we, he's our Apple guy here. Like I think Apple, <laughs> Apple guy is a little smarter today because we had Tommy Reyes on the show here on Good Morning Amigo. Um, <laughs> so I think. Listen, you do... know,
0: for, for my for my Kane's family, you know how to do these of course, bro. You're the man, bro. We uh,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go out and get one. So uh, I think this is this is a must do. I want to read you what one of our students, you know, kind of put here at the end. in the end. Apple yeah. benefits more because now you have to buy separately what you want to use. When they took away the headphone port, they left the customers There's no choice but to go and buy AirPods or an adapter to connect their headphones. And those are the only things that I worry that customer and consumer—I don't know—consumer confidence. They get upset at that. You're right. People like to rag yeah. on Apple because they're the big—they're the big man on campus. I That's said cool. yesterday on the show as I closed it out, I go, I want Apple to be as prosperous. And rich as ever. You know why? Because it makes my life easier with my iPhone. They make them better and they make our lives easier. That's just my opinion. I'm gonna let you run, bro. I gotta go to break. Tommy, you're the man, bro.
0: All right, no problems. Let's do those, this brother. again, no my man. After. Let's
1: do this again. let do. Definitely. All right. We'll have it also, bro. I'll talk to you. Tommy Reyes. He, he's our tech guru. Maybe we do something like that. Tommy's the man, bro. Come back from break on the other side. We keep it continue. Way to go, guys. Good job today on the show. On the other side, we'll do more of the same. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio! Hey, look
0: what I found. A radio. Radio! This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
4: The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.